0: Welcome to Episode 3 of You're Not Alone with Miss Pam. This episode is titled, Do You Know That God Wants to Be Your Father? hello, young warrior. You may wonder, why do I call you a young warrior? Let me explain. Living in today's society where acts of prejudice, hatred, and violence occur daily, designates you as a warrior. You probably did not choose to be a member of your family or a student at your school. In the same manner, you don't choose to be a warrior, but living in your community, during these cold-hearted times makes you one. I am sure you have encountered some battle scars in your life, bullying at your school, threats on social media, gunshots in your neighborhood, or even chaos in your home. Yes. These are intimidating times for the young and the old. But the good news is that you don't have to live in fear when you know you're not alone. Instead, you can live in love, confidence, and peace because you are not alone to overcome the challenges of life. I am going to share two different stories to reveal a similar challenge in life. See if you relate to either one of these situations as you listen to both of them. Maybe you have experienced this situation. You are sick, tired, and fed up with being the parent to your younger siblings. Every school day, you have to get your two brothers and one sister ready for school as well as yourself. You give them breakfast and make sure they are dressed properly before they board the school bus. 30 minutes later, you need to be ready to catch your bus. When all of you return home, you have to continue caring for your siblings. You cook them dinner, help them with homework, and make sure they go to bed. You are only 13 but sometimes you feel like you are 30. Your mom works two jobs and says she doesn't know what she would do without you. She promised to give you an allowance, but something always comes up to prevent her from giving you any money. She promised to buy you a new outfit that you wanted, but it didn't happen either. You asked your mother if you can go to your friend's house for a sleepover on Friday. She said yes at first. Later on, she changed her mind because she needs you to be home. She expects the whole family to go to the laundromat early Saturday morning. Slowly and steadily, you are becoming frustrated with your home life. Your mom says she loves you, but you feel like she is just using you. Or maybe you are experiencing this situation. You are your mother's errand boy. Why not? She needs you to go with her to the grocery store to help carry bags. You tote the laundry back and forth for her on laundry day. When the family is out of milk or bread, you are the runner to the corner store. This is your life as the oldest son in your family, AKA man of the house. Several times you tried to negotiate a weekly allowance from her, but she says, whenever you need something, just tell me and I will get it. So you ask her for money to get a haircut or buy a new pair of jeans. She takes care of it by cutting your hair with her limited barbering skills and buy you a pair of jeans from the thrift store you wouldn't mind having a job but where can a 12 year old work there are several young men who hang out around the corner store you wonder if they are working one day one of them approach you with a question and an offer hey young brother How much allowance do you get from your mom? If you run errands for me, I will pay you $50 a week. Your mind is imagining what you could do with that money. After all, your mother usually comes short in fulfilling her promises. You are afraid to ask this man what kind of errand he wants you to do. It is probably something illegal, But you and your family could use the money. You know your mother is doing the best she can to provide for the family. You ponder, is this a way to help her? As a middle school teacher for over 10 years, I saw and heard the worry and frustration in students' eyes and hearts about their home life. One time a student told me that she was going to run away from her family because she was overwhelmed with the responsibility of taking care of her younger siblings. She planned to take her younger siblings home from school, and once they were in the house, she would leave. This student thought this was her only way to escape the burden and hardships of her life. Well, first of all, I was glad that she confided in me about her plan. So I pleaded with her not to run away because she had no place to go and living on the streets would be worse than her current condition. I thank God she heeded my advice and stayed with her family. Also, I asked her if she would be willing to talk to the school counselor private consultation. Another time a boy came to school often looking and smelling unkempt. He and his family lived in a shelter and his mother had no job. Most of the class did not want to sit or interact with him. With the help of staff we gave him clean clothes and toiletries for him to use. More importantly, I had to set an example to the rest of the class that I did not mind sitting and interacting with him. As I got to know this boy, I learned that this 6th grader did not like his current living condition either, but he did not know how to improve his home life. To both of these students, I did not take the time to let them know that the Almighty God wants to be a father to them. I focus on resolving their external problems while overlooking their internal need. Today, young warrior, you may have a good father, a bad father, or no father in your life. In many cases, parents are doing the best they can to meet their children's needs, physically, emotionally, and socially. However, any parent's best effort can leave a child lacking in any or all three of these needs because a natural person does not have unlimited power and is not the source of life, like the perfect God who created you. That's the difference in having God as your father because he fulfills your needs physically, emotionally, socially, and spiritually for the rest of your life. What I am asking you to consider is not a small matter, but a life-changing decision. The God who created you yearns to be your father. The question is, do you want to know the creator God? As your Heavenly Father. Listen to God's word speak to you of His plan and purpose for you to seek Him and reach out to Him to be your Heavenly Father. He made the world and everything in it, and since He is Lord of heaven and earth, He doesn't live in man made temples and human hands can't minister to his needs for he has no needs he himself gives life and breath to everything and satisfies every need there is his purpose in all of this and all of this creation is that they the people god created should seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. So don't worry at all about having enough food and clothing. Your heavenly father already knows perfectly well that you need them and he will give them to you if you give him first place in your life and live as he wants you to live so don't be anxious about tomorrow god will take care of your tomorrow too live one day at a time for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not evil to give you a future and a hope in those days when you pray i will listen You will find me when you seek me, if you look for me." As I have done in previous episodes, I want to end this session with prayer, but differently. I am going to offer you a sample prayer that you may want to say from your own heart. Heavenly Father, you see the void in my heart to be loved and cared for at all times. Sometimes these needs are met by loved ones in my life. Other times they are not, causing me to think that I am not loved and not cared about. Now I am hearing that you are the perfect God of all creation. You are the only one who can love me and care for me no matter what are my needs. So I reach out to you because you are reaching out to me. I believe your word that you desire to be my heavenly father, and I desire to be your child. Receive my prayer, O God. Amen. This third episode was inspired by God's Word in Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 25 and 27, and Matthew chapter 6, 31a, 32b, verses 33 through 34, and Jeremiah 29, verses 11 through 13. All of these verses were read from the Living Bible. If you have any questions or comments, please email me. I would love to hear from you, and I hope you will join me again for the next episode.